Welcome to the Accountable Love Podcast, where love means being accountable. My name is Aziz, and today we're going to discuss how you're committed to the habits, not the person. When you first meet a person, yes, you look at the physical attributes, but as you get to know them, you start paying attention to their habits, whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously. When you ask yourself, can I maintain or can I commit to this person's habits? Can I live a life with this person? without trying to adjust what they hold dear to themselves or the habits they have. Yes, through the course of life, things will change, habits will adjust, but the core of a person and the core of a person's habits are what we're committing to. So can we commit to their habits because you're not committing to the person? Think about it. Now, what do I mean by being committed to a habit and not a person? Now, obviously, we're all people. Obviously, we're all human. Obviously, we got that out the way because that's obvious. But when I say you're committing to a habit, it means you're narrowing down the type of person you want to be with and be around. And a lot of us look at the person and say, we want to be with that person, the way they look, the way they touch, the way they feel, the way they hold us, the way they make us, you know, they make us feel. But we don't really look at their habits because ultimately in a long term relationship, you're committing to a habit and you're committing to a bunch of habits. So you're committing to a person's ability to change their bad habits and strengthen their good habits or live through their good habits. So what do we look at when we're having relationships with people, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic partnership, whether we're raising kids? What habits are we forming? How do we form these habits? So now let's look at that. First way to form a habit is, or to form a habit is, to actually have a mentality. You have to have a good mentality. And what do we mean by mentality? It's the way you think. It's the way you operate. It's the way you wake up in the morning. It's the way you run your life. You have to be positive. There's positive mentalities. There's negative mentalities. You want to be around somebody or surround yourself with people that have positive mentalities. How do we adapt this positive mentality with so much going in the world, so much heartbreak? So many times we've been hurt by people that claim to love us. You maintain this mentality by having a positive mentality about relationships. Because once you have a positive mentality about relationships, you have a positive mentality about the people that you want in your life. And you narrow down who you have in your life. Because if they don't fit that positive mentality, then you know that they're off limits because you tried it the other way and you got hurt in the process. You try to let your guard down. You try to get a good understanding of a person's shortcomings. You try to do all these things and it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't work well. It wasn't productive. So now what did you do? You now create a positive mentality and encourage people to be more positive around you. You want to be around like-minded people. So now you adapt this mentality. You wake up every morning. You say to yourself, life is great. You're grateful for the people in your life. You're grateful for the fact that you woke up. You're grateful for your opportunity to actually impact your life day by day. That starts a positive mentality, enjoying to live, enjoying to be alive, and enjoying to connect with others. Once you start disconnecting, you don't disconnect because you believe people are good. 
you don't disconnect because you believe that you can impact or be a part of somebody's life in a positive manner or they can be a part of your life in a positive manner. You disconnect because you believe that people are negative and they're going to affect you negatively. When you have a positive mentality, you connect with people believing that they are going to be a positive factor in your life. But that doesn't mean you accept everybody in your life. That just means that anybody you encounter, you give a chance to actually be a part of your life. You get to know them. You see what they're about. You see what their habits are about. You see who has a positive mentality that shaped the positive habits that morphed into positive actions. Think about this. It starts with the mentality. So when you're talking to somebody, you're getting to know somebody to be your friend, to be your spouse. It starts with the positive mentality. See where their head's at. See how they live their day to day. See if they start the discussion off with trauma. See if they openly talk about their trauma, but in a perseverance way where they overcame it or they just still living in their trauma. You have to decide that because their mentality would dictate their habits. So you want to sit down with a person and really vet how their mentality works. So you ask questions. You get to know them. You get to know their beliefs. You get to know how they live their day to day. You get to know how they deal with problems, how they deal with problem solving, because that's what all relationships are mainly about resolving problems and living in the solutions. So think about this when you next time you think about being around somebody new, focus on the mentality first, because we ultimately committed to a person's habits. And when they have a great mentality, that means they have great habits. So next you look at their habits. Do they, you know, hang up their coat when they come in? Do they throw their stuff on the floor? Do they, you know, do they tell you that they're going to show up somewhere and don't show up? Do they justify their poor behaviors? Do they run around talking about, you know, I'm only human? Do they, you know, say one thing and do another? These are your habits. What do they do on a day-to-day basis? Do they wake up, put on their clothes, brush their teeth, go and have some tea and encourage people to have dialogue? Do they want to have dialogue every day? Do they want to plan? Do they want to put things into practice? Do they walk the same way when they go into work? Do they call you at the same times every day? Do they, are they really regimented to start a relationship to, that you could depend on? Because that's going to be their habit. They call you at nine o'clock every day. They're going to call you at nine o'clock every day. So when they don't call you at nine o'clock every day, you know something is wrong. If they said that they're going to be home at a certain time every day and they show up every day at a certain time and you know that they're consistent. If they say they're going, they're going to text and be verbal and stay focused on what's going on and keep you in the loop, and that's what they do. These are habits. These are great habits because they're honoring things that they said they will do. Now, most people think, oh, it's robotic to call every day at nine o'clock. But I would say that's dependable. It's something you could depend on. And when you depend on things, you enjoy life more because you know every day at nine o'clock you're getting that call. So you look forward to it. You know, every day at nine, at 10 o'clock or 1030, we meet up for breakfast before we start our day. We know six o'clock in the morning we go for a run together. Do they run every day? Do they exercise? Do they go to the gym? Do they let you in on their schedule? Could they break down their schedule of what they do and what they practice? Their habits are important. You know, do they clean? How much do they wash up every day or every week? You have to have an understanding of their habits because 
we truly are committed to a person's habits. So we know when they're not doing so well because we see their habits changing. We see things happening through change. And that's the person. If a person is cleaning themselves every day, two times a day, and they stop doing it, that's an alarming sign. You ask a question, why? Why did you stop X, Y, and Z? They may be falling into depression. They may have things on their chest that they're not getting off their chest. They're trying to tackle the world or deal with their problems alone. Habits change. And when positive habits change to negative habits, I want you to think about that. That's when you know it's time to step in, not already when they're lost. Or when you now want to keep promoting these habits. You know, they fall short one day. You're like, yo, what, what happened to the call? at nine o'clock. And they don't justify it. They say, yeah, I was supposed to call you. I ran out the house. I was running late. It's my bad. I should have reached out to you soon as I had a, a moment because you are a priority. You hold people accountable for their habits as well. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about not diving too much into what the habits are. I just want you to sh shape your mentality and give you minor examples because the minor examples is how we live our lives on a regular basis. I can give you extreme examples, but that's not a norm. Extreme shouldn't be a norm in a person's life. So number one, if their habits and their change of habits and their change of mood is extreme on a day-to-day -day basis and they don't have a habit or they don't have a, a definite person you see on a regular basis or they're pretending to be a person, their habits will falter. You will definitely see it in a matter of time because a person can't maintain a lie. So at the end of the day, you want to make sure these habits are consistent and you hold them accountable to keep these habits consistent. Because if they're all over the place, they're extreme. If they go from one to the next, you might want to look at that and say, this person is not a person that's committed to their habits. So how could I commit to their habits? How could I commit to this person? Because a person is their habits. And the habits they show is that they're inconsistent and all over the place. And they have no habits. The only habit they have is that they're inconsistent. You can't start a commitment with inconsistency, even though people have tried, even though people look at it and deem it as individuality. You don't want to be in a relationship with an individual. The whole point of being in a relationship is to have somebody that you could identify with. They have an identity, but together you are merging to become one, whether it's your friend or whether it's your partner. They are represented. They're a representation of you. Your kids are a representation of you and you're a representation of your kids. So just think about this. When it comes to habits, you want to form positive habits, habits that help you progress. If you wake up every day and you have a job or you have a dream, you work on that dream every day. Small portions of the day, large portions of the day, make sure you make it a daily practice to work on that dream. If you now want to spend time with somebody and you say you want to spend time, make sure you carve out a moment in each day to make sure you check in and discuss things with that person. You might have five good people that you hold dear. Make it a habit to let anybody that comes into your life, anybody that's new in your life, your, you know, your employer, anybody. These five people are very important to me and I make time for them. So you, nobody will take time from those things. Those are good habits to have because they dictate your actions. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to question it. You're just going to do it. Why? Because they're your habits. They're things you're used to. They're things you're accustomed to. And you're not letting anybody break that because your life is going well based on those habits. Now, bad habits you should break. So anything that's a bad habit, you're having a discussion, you're drinking a little too much, you're smoking a little too much, 
You're doing anything that's going to hinder your relationship. And somebody comes into your life and changes that. That's good. Don't do it for them. Do it because you can see the benefit and you can see the advancement in doing so. But create good habits. And I recommend if you don't like this person smoking and drinking repeatedly, you don't like that they are have an addiction, don't commit to the person. You could assist them with it without committing to them. So don't commit to the person until they have habits that you like, that you enjoy, that you can depend on. Because you can't depend on inconsistency. An addiction is an inconsistency. They're going to be inconsistent or they're going to be consistently <laughs> inconsistent. So make sure when you're looking at your habits and you're forming these habits, make sure that they're great habits and they're actually helping you to advance. And then Make sure that the people that you come in contact with or the people that you're maintaining a life with understand these habits because these habits are who you are. They're not dating the person. They're dating the habits. They're not friends with the person. They're friends with your habits. So if you're flaky, you're going to be flaky. And your friends need to know that you're going to be flaky because that's your habit. Don't get mad when they call you out for being flaky. That's who you are. You don't like it? Change the narrative. Change the habit. Only way you're changing the narrative is to change the habit. Only way you can change the habit is to change the mentality. So when you're looking at your habits, think about who you are and think about your habits that created who you are and created how people view you. Stop this whole, I don't want to be seen as one thing. I don't want to be seen as this. Nine times out of 10, we're creating those visions. There's some people that see us in a way that is not conducive to who we are, not conducive to who we show. They want to judge us on the snapshot versus the overall consistency. Those people, you have to check or get out your life. But the point is, ones that are checking you on your habits, things that you show repeatedly, things that you do on a regular basis, you might chew with your mouth open, you might sing in the shower and your poet singing, you might Sit in my case, you might sit in the bathroom for hours on end, which is my think tank, and people knocking on the door and they want to get in. You have to look at these habits and see if these are habits worth keeping or these are habits worth eliminating. Are they things that are hurting your relationship or are they things that are helping your relationship? You have to break them down as such. Don't feel people are trying to control you. When somebody's asking you to change a habit, evaluate if that habit is a good habit or a bad habit? Is that habit a hindrance or advancement in the relationship? And it can be a hindrance. A good habit can be a hindrance in a relationship with a person trying to control you. Yes. So if you believe this is a good habit and you can prove that it's a good habit and it would enhance somebody else, then you have bad chemistry. But understand your habits dictate your relationship. And habits need to come together. A person needs to fall in love with your habits. They need to fall in love with who you are as a human being. And yes, we all will have bad habits. Or we'll have habits that not, are, are not naturally, necessarily bad, but they're neutral. That may get on somebody's nerves. That person has to evaluate if those habits are worth leaving for. Because we have a multitude of habits that they're going to dissect and pick apart and figure out whether they want to be in a relationship with those habits. But if you're now joining relationships or you're in relationships, take two seconds and think about these people's habits. And then you'll see that their habits dictate who they are. 
Their habits are who you are committed to. Their habits are who you are friends with. Their habit is who you are in a relationship with. Their habits are who you parenting or who is your parent. Those are their habits. They're going to be consistent in it. Unless they agree to change it. And then, then they still have to have the mentality, the fortitude to make this a consistent theme in their life and be very intentional about it before it becomes a habit. Because because they do it for two weeks, it's not a habit. Because you do it once in a while, it's not a habit. Because you said I will and you do it for a month, it's not a habit. When you change something, it's a lifestyle change. It's not just a habit, it's a lifestyle change. And it becomes a habit. So the lifestyle change has to be consistent. It has to be something you believe in, something you agree with. So don't never join a relationship and become something else for somebody else. That's not on them. That's on you. You changed your habits. You adjusted your habits that you deem to be positive. Or negative habits you just wasn't ready to let go of. Understand, you join positive relationships with positive people. All your negative habits will get pointed out. You will be judged for your negative habits. So don't join those relationships until you're ready to adjust those habits. There's levels to this. There are people that don't mind. They'll justify all your bad habits. They'll stay around. They'll say love is all about enduring and staying around and being with you through all your faults and negatives. And there's people, accountable people, people that want to be in accountable relationships that have a standard of excellence that's like, no, love is about bringing the best out of people. Love is about consistently, daily, bringing the best out of people and working towards something every day together that's going to enhance our life. We don't have time for bad habits. We don't have time to justify your habits. We're going to correct habits. We're going to say, okay, you went wrong here. Let's make the adjustment. They're going to give you grace and say to Listen, I understand you've been doing this so long. I can see that you're an exceptional human being. We're going to give you some grace, but you have to change this. And you have to ultimately agree to change it for it to change. But you have to be consistent in that change. We are not committed to the person. We're committed to their habits. And habits will dictate your actions. Now, you always hear people say they're going to do this and do that. They're going to communicate that. Their mentality didn't change. They can see the point in it. They can see the logic in it. We're logical human beings. We can see when something's not right. Doesn't mean we could adjust it. We can see ourselves getting bigger by eating a whole bunch of junk. Don't mean we could stop eating it. We can see ourselves lying while we're doing it and still continuously do it because we're trying to save ourselves or maintain a relationship that we ultimately destroyed through the lie. All of that is happening. We're not unsure or we're not blind to it. We know it's happening. It's just hard for us to control. Why? Because it's a habit. We might have been raised in a household where we had the lie to protect ourselves. We might have been around people that didn't have healthy eating habits. So we acquired health, unhealthy eating habits. So we keep on doing what we normally do because we're creatures of habit. That's why. You're not dating a person, you're dating habits. You got to ask them about their past. All the people talking about, I don't want to discuss the past and I don't want to be a part of it. You got to discuss the past. The past created their habits. You have to look at the root to change that habit, the root cause. Listen, you was around people that just ate this and it made it okay in your mind. But it's not. 
you're getting older. Your body don't digest things the same. You want quality of life. You want to maintain and be a spouse and be a friend and be a parent. You have to eat different. That's a discussion that may need to be had. It's a change of habit. It's not, oh, you're not letting me eat what I want. No, it's a discussion that's had with quality of life in mind. And you have to agree to it. But understand when you don't agree to it, there may be a penalty on that person's side because they don't want to adapt that habit. They don't want to be around that person with that habit. That's also their choice. So they came to the table, had a discussion, moved on. We are dating each other's habits. And if a good habit doesn't want a bad habit around, both people have the right to move on. A bad habit doesn't want to keep getting told that their habit is bad. They don't want to be in a relationship with a person with good habits. We have to identify good and bad habits, but we are dating their habits. And there are some habits that are good to some and bad to others, but they are universally good and bad habits. Smoking is a bad habit. I don't care how you cut it. I don't care what, but it's a, it's a quality of life for some people. Still a bad habit. Universally. But there are people that can see past the smoking and who the person is based on their other habits. There are people that, like me, that smoking is my pet peeve. I'm not seeing past that. You can be an incredible person. I don't want to live with your habit. So I move on. This is what allows us to have choice. Committing to a person's habits. Being transparent about our habits. Explaining people. Fully understanding who we are. Self-awareness. It's understanding our habits, understanding what we do when we're not thinking, because habits are formed through repetition. And through repetition, we stop thinking about them and just start doing them, which now causes our actions. Every action we have is due to our habits. Every habit we have is due to our mentality. Once we start thinking of the world in a positive way, wanting to live to 90, wanting to embrace people's lives, wanting to be a part of supporting and helping and encouraging life and advancing people in life and building our villages and making sure that our village is well taken care of and it's predicated and fundamentally sound. And the foundation is good habits. You don't have time for bad habits. But if you're like, well, we can do what we want when we want. We're individuals, we're a group of individuals. We could do this, we can do that. You'll have friends that disappear for years on end, come back. You'll have friends like, that's cool. If you want the revolving door theory, that's okay. It's not healthy. I wouldn't say that that's a healthy relationship because there's nothing to depend on. So at that moment, you can't depend on that friend. Or maybe you could for extreme circumstances. It's not what you want. You don't want a friend on necessity. You want a reciprocal friend. Which if you listen to another podcast, we talk about or we're going to talk about in the future are four types of relationships. But you have to have habits that make sense. You have to have a mentality that shapes into a habit that shapes into actions. But we are dating the habits, the middle piece, because that's what we're doing unconsciously. That's what we're doing without thinking. And you shouldn't have to think because we're creatures of habit. So you should form good habits so you never have to think about what you do or why you do it or how you do it because you have an understanding 
of your habits and you're comfortable in it. You have self-awareness. So now you're building people based on your habits. You're creating your village based on your habits. You're teaching kids who you are, your kids who you are based on your habits. You're showing them that they're going to be who they are based on their habits. You're raising them to have good habits. You're talking to your friends about having consistently good habits. You're asking for dependable habits. Call me when you, when you make it to this place, this point. That's what we do with our friendship. Everywhere we go. We call when we're leaving. We text when we're leaving the house. We text when we made it to our destination. If there's a new person, we give them a whole rundown of who the person is. When that doesn't happen, we make a phone call. We need consistency. That's why we join relationships, for stability and consistency. And the habits give us that. I know which friend falls short on that, and I know which friend doesn't. Based on their habit, that friend gets kidnapped, that falls short. We might wait, wait a while before we're able to get in touch with them because we already say they drop the ball all the time. So, hey, that's who they are. The person that calls in all the time or checks in all the time, they ain't check in for a while. We might get them faster because we know right away there's something wrong. Dependability is important. Dependability is based on habits. Stability is based on good habits. It's based on knowing who a person is. So just remember, you're in friendships with, your, with a person's habits. You're in friendships with a, I mean, you're, excuse me, you're in relationships or romantic partnerships or being a spouse or a couple with a person's habits. You're teaching your kids your habits as well as them teaching you their habits. Or that's how you mold them through their habits, through their mentality, through to their habits, to their actions. That's the fundamental understanding. Build a strong mentality. Shape a great mentality, a positive mentality, which would breed positive habits, which would breed positive action. So remember, no matter what you're doing and how you, how you incorporate people into your life, understand you're incorporating their habits. You are committed to their habits, not the person. So remember that when you are in relationships. So I say sit down if you're already in relationships. Look at the people's habits that you're around. List them if you have to, if you're a visual learner. Look at the habits. Say, can I continuously commit to this person? Because it's the worst thing to be uncertain in somebody's life. You're not doing them a favor, and they're not doing you a favor. So make sure you have consistent understanding that this person, this habit may not be something I'm okay with, but I can tolerate based on these other habits that are amazing. Or this person does have a lot of bad habits. They're good and bad. They're however you justified in the past, but the, their bad habits outweigh the good habits. You have to really look at your life and where you're going with it. So people remember, you're committed. To a person's habits, not the person. This has been another Accountable Love podcast. My name is Aziz, and enjoy. Mm-hmm.